And at the bottom in his email signature, so for every gig he put, by the way, I will not gig with the following, com- I will not work with the following comedians, Leo Kirst and Darius Davies, blah, blah. It's like and- you won't work with us because you won't get booked in the same fucking gigs because you're shit. But it's not even <laughs> the point of that. It is shit, but it's the point that if you're a promoter and you read that, you're like, oh, what have Leo Kirst and Darius Davies done? It's like, yeah. so make- makes your name seem bad. Such a, like a manipulative way to <laughs> do it. But I do like- that as yeah. well when I send emails. Really? You don't, <laughs> but you, you don't- guys know. <laughs> 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 And welcome to yet another episode of the Three Speech Podcast. As ever, I am the Mad Lad, the Jihad, the Ayatollah, Rock and Roller, the Persian Nightmare, Darius Davies. To my left, I'm joined by Born to Fly, the Bayesian Sensation, Bird Gang, Mr. Nico Yearwood, and formerly Mr. Hate Speech, but now Controlled Opposition. It's Zibbity zip zap. <laughs> zip zap. Remember, get vexed. Leo Be, be good in school and get boosted, kids. <laughs> Leo Curse and very special guest. We have the most maligned man to ever do comedy. Pro- the only one who's being prosecuted for telling a fucking joke and has a criminal record. So he's the most fucking hardcore out of all of us comedians. We're joined by none other than YouTube sensation, Count Dankula. Uh, I'm not doing any of that Scatman stuff. <laughs> you do the scat man stuff. You do. You do. Welcome, thank you. How are you? I'm all right, man. Warm, hot. What, this is not good weather for a Scottish man uh, to come to London in the hottest time in the whole wide world. Leo's accustomed to it, though. I'm, I'm ethnically English. I'm pretty Mediterranean compared to like a lot of Scottish people. Like, look at my, look at my olive skin. Yeah, you do yeah. Have a, yeah, that is olive skin. That's right. So listen, usually what we've, we've started doing is we've started uh, each episode with a gash bomb, right? Right. Um, so we have a gash bomb here. Uh, you will not take a gash bomb because you claim that you fear any <laughs> stimulants, right? I don't like stimulants, no. Look, all this contains is some sort of crystal meth and pineapple flavorings. It's absolutely... I, I, I just saw a foreign language on a bag of white powder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get to take it, so no. Uh, oh, yeah, we got these in Indonesia, and the guy uh, in the bar said um, that he sent them off, or they sent them off for, like, testing? Because they got, like, all the ingredients and stuff are listed on it, and they said that's not what's in it. It's got all the stuff that's in the... Um, you know those uh, the the other stuff in uh, in Thailand and Indonesia. It's got like all kinds of dodgy oh, stuff that's that, not allowed in Europe. That was in that EU was, law. That was a good speech. So is this, is this technically a crime? <laughs> well, was, uh, and you 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 telling us the the things that are in this without telling us. Yeah. yeah. What? What? This is the most autistic conversation. Oh, yeah. Ever. Anyway, it's not autistic. <laughs> yeah, Darius, why are you wearing sunglasses? And well, also, hold up why? You... Why are you wearing your mum's sunglasses? Yeah. Why you look like Salt Bay? <laughs> <laughs> he's a cool man. Are these sunglasses too small? Yes. Yeah. Yes, Thank yes, you. They are, yeah. Oh, oh, you look wait. Like, look like John Lennon. Hold on a second. Fucking man, Mona, look, Mona Lisa. Look, man, he look like Yoko Ono. <laughs> <laughs> right. Two things before we move on. One. Nico has recently taken mushrooms, i.e. this morning. So he was tripping balls up until an hour ago. Tripping mad, yeah. So he might be... Are you feeling okay now? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling optimistic about life. There you go. (laughs) All he needs is some class A drugs and he's feeling good. Life. Life is great. Yeah. And and we're not joined today by the uh, Gorilla Vanilla because our producer extraordinaire, he's getting married and he selfishly put his wedding ahead of the podcast. So we've got a stand-in. It's Manuel all the way from... Barcelona. <laughs> Hello, guys. Hola, como estas? What's your actual name? Uh, Sergi. Okay, Manuel. So that's Manuel there. It's <laughs> nice to have you here. Thank you for doing the pod. We, we've got, we're going to do... Is, he's not Manuel? No, his name's Sergi. 
And you're not from Barcelona? I am from Barcelona. Oh, okay, cool. yeah, yeah. Do you know why I called him Manuel? Stereotype. Well, but do you know where it's from? No. The Is it the 1970s? No, it's 40 Towers. All oh, right. Is that right? You knew that. No, I didn't. Maybe I've got some shit references. I just thought you're just being generically racist. Yeah, no, well, no, I think casually racist as well. I thought it was a, a character though. From anyway, should we do a gash bomb? <laughs> yeah, let's do a gash bomb. So th unfortunately, Dankula can't do it, but he can have the vodka, which in yeah. many ways is just as good. And Sergey, the way you do this, this is going to be your first ever gash bomb. I Open up the. One of this. Yeah. So you oh. also Sergey said to us before the pod, he says. I don't drink, at least not like English people. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. just okay. Okay, I'm so you open it. that, and then you pour this in your mouth. Oh, you have to. Okay. You pour this in your mouth, and then you down the shot. Listen so. to Bill Cosby here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That vodka's disgusting. That's absolute. <laughs> How much vodka did you give me, man? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, did you get drunk yesterday? Yeah, oh, so we recorded a pod yesterday. <coughs> we did it, me and Nico and Mooch. <laughs> you okay? Oh, Sergey's dying. No. <laughs> <laughs> is he actually spitting in the bin? Did you spit that in the bin? <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't waste the gash. Oh. Don't waste the gash bomb, Sergey. I'm so happy I didn't do it now. <laughs> anyway, okay, so right. That's, that really wakes you up. Yeah, that's everything taken care wow. of, the, the ceremonies. Um... Thank you for doing. You're down here for the roast, the roast of Count Dankula. Yeah. So yeah. for those of you who might not know who Count Dankula is, do you want to give us a little bit of a potted history of who you are and why they should know you, why you're kind of infamous? Professional internet racist. Do you feel threatened by Darius coming up as a, as a new internet racist? No, 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 no. I'm much better than him. <laughs> I'm great. Plus, I'm white, so it's hard work. You know? <laughs> right, uh, no, I was, uh, I was Scotland's first ever, uh, you know, state-appointed Nazi white supremacist. It was... Uh, Everybody knows about it than I, I believe. It's, I don't uh, know, but some of them the might. People in Barbados don't know. So you, yeah, listen, people we, in Barbados, we've got a large listenership in Barbados. That's so, so, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I taught my girlfriend's pug to Nazi salute yeah. <laughs> uh, for a joke, and then I taught it to react excitedly whenever I said, uh, gas the Jews. Yeah. Uh, and turns out Jews don't like that. Mm -hmm. So I uh, ended up, I get arrested by the police. I get taken through a two-year trial. Uh, when I was ultimately found guilty and fined £800, I refused to pay the £800 and the cops just stole it out my bank account instead. Right and on. then I did a whole appeals process, which was a complete farce and absolute joke. It was rigged for the start. Uh, and that's it over now. Like, the appeals process is over. I've got a criminal record. I mean, I already had a criminal record. But what, what was your criminal record? An additional record criminal record. Uh, fighting. Fighting? Just fighting. <laughs> I, grew, I grew up in Coatbridge. <laughs> like, it was just, just fighting. I, that's what it says on the record as well, just fighting. <laughs> like several times. So so 800 is what they took? Yeah, 800 pounds they took out my account, which is a lot, a lot of money for Scottish people. Yeah. yeah. That man, man that's, yeah. Like, that's several several months worth of uh, job seekers allowance. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. It's not a lot of money for you, though. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and did you have to pay all your lawyers then? Because that must have been expensive, well, right? The, this was the thing that was really annoying. Was back back when the trial started, I was like poor as shit because I'd like lost all my jobs. Like because basically when you're in the paper, like loads of places kind of go, we don't really want you working here. And everyone, so I get fired for everywhere. And, and you're uh, getting doxxed as well. People were finding out where you worked, like B&Q, Crick Cricklewood and contacting yeah. and like getting it and getting you. 
they were I, they were like contacting my employers and getting them to fire me and everything. There was only one employer that held back, and it was a security boss because I used to do private security, and he used to like wind them up on the phone and laugh at them. <laughs> and then he got arrested for tax evasion. <laughs> <laughs> Company kind of went south, so I lost that job, but for different reasons <laughs> at least this time. But uh, ended up like uh, what was I talking about? That's went in my head already. Your lawyer, <laughs> lawyer, you were poor. I tried to apply for legal aid because I was poor as fuck. But what had happened is uh, my girlfriend at the time, so not my wife, girlfriend, had just received an inheritance. But there are people in her family who would just piss inheritances up the wall. So basically they were all given their inheritance with the caveat that this must be used for a deposit on a house. Right. Which is fair. That's a completely fair thing to yeah. do. But what happened was uh, legal aid saw that money in her account. So she was just my girlfriend. I have no legal right to that money and went... Because your girlfriend has that money, we're not giving you legal aid. You have to use that money to pay your legal but fees. How does that work? And that's not, not that's married, even your wife. That's like, not my wife, but well, but here's here's where it gets funny. Did you live well. together? I, we, we lived together. What we broke I, I, up? I had no legal right to that money. Yeah. Whatsoever. Yeah. But what makes it funnier is then we get a letter from the police basically saying, "Oh, she has to testify against you as a witness." So basically, oh. I was told. You are close enough where she has to pay all of your legal fees, but you're all, we're also deciding that you're not close enough where we can ask her to testify against you. <laughs> Wait a minute, why was she going to testify against you? She didn't. That was I don't know why the courts were asking her. I mean, she's a good woman. There's a reason she's my wife now. <laughs> oh, so they said that was your girlfriend at the time. She, at the time, she was oh, my girlfriend. Okay, nah, then we get married. But, uh, if we were married, the courts aren't allowed to ask a wife to testify against her husband and all that. Oh. But because she was just my girlfriend, they, they didn't really ask. They forced her. They basically says, if you don't, then... But what were they going to say... What was what were they wanting her to say? I don't know. I think they were hoping she was going to be in a bad mood that day and go up and goes, he does this, he hits me, like all this crap and everything. But she just sort of sat in the dock, like, and didn't answer any questions. And the prosecutor got furious at her and called her stupid, <laughs> which made her cry. Which oh, I, was, really? I was furious about that. Right, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. Was, I was angry. About Did that, that count against them in the trial? I get, I guess not. No, he's final a prosecutor. Nah, right, yeah. nah, but the judge could have been like, well, that's a bit of a cunty thing to do. Ah, well, there was a couple of points where the judge did actually call the prosecutor out. Like, one of the things that he'd done, which was the shittiest thing, and the judge, to be fair to him, got really angry about this, was halfway through the trial, so we're about a year into the trial. Okay, it's a year, it takes that long? Two years, it took twice as long as Jesus. Nuremberg. I like... ended <laughs> 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 up, halfway through the trial, the prosecutor tried to upgrade my charge. The original charge was Section 127 of the Communications Act 2003, posting a grossly offensive message on social media. Okay. But he, halfway through the trial, tried to upgrade my charge. It was something like racially aggravated harassment or something like that, where instead of my maximum sentence being one year, it had been five years. But he tried to do it halfway through the trial. Oh, shit. And the, the judge did turn around and go, are you fucking serious? Like, yeah. now, halfway through, you're deciding to change the charge that the trial's about. And the judge went, no, you're uh, not doing that. Mm. But then that's when me and my lawyer were looking at each other like, <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus. But, but this close. is, is it, did this only come about because it was in scotland or could that have had the same thing it was as... under the communications act i believe so that's England, uk uk England, wide uk wide because I, I thought it happened to you because you were in scotland and they rent they're a bit more Scot militant well, on that uh, yeah scotland as far as free speech goes is a shite place yeah like yeah. they've brought it through the hate crime bill which i might have mentioned once or twice <laughs> yeah. seven up to seven years in jail just for having an offensive meme on your phone yeah not even sending it to anyone if the cops search your what, phone and what's find this uh, the, the hate crime bill in Scotland, if you've got like an offensive, like, racist or anti-Semitic, even if it's I clearly a joke. just mm. want to interrupt there. Yeah. When, when you say if, yeah, so 
The memes on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the memes that everyone has yeah. on their phone. Yeah, right. never mind stop yeah. and search for a bag <laughs> of weed or whatever. Yeah. What's a meme? Like a picture, I you know. know. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Leo. They, they, they but yeah, they're going to have in Scotland. Glasgow at the train station. They're going to have like stop and search. They'll yeah. like be yeah. profiling people who look like they've got funny memes in their WhatsApp groups. It's like the little fat kid going, "Have you got any games in your phone?" <laughs> the cops. So like, if they did they see that on your phone and they can. Oh, that, that that was a thing. See, see when I was first arrested, basically they brought in Scottish cybercrime intelligence. So Scottish intelligence got brought in to go through. All my computers, my phones, blah blah blah, what? And everything. Yeah, for for all of this stuff because they were trying to find any material or any links whatsoever to like far right groups, and they mm. found none. Obviously, mm. like he sat there, like the guy in the dock, and the guy <laughs> to be completely fair to him, <laughs> this is like an intelligence agent for Scottish intelligence, right? He, this is the type of guy that catches paedophiles and terrorists and all that, and he was sitting in the dock the whole time, like. This is a waste of my fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I, I catch terrorists. I catch global <laughs> paedophile rings. And he's like, why am I here? And he got asked to define for the court what the phrases meme and dank meme meant. <laughs> and, and I was, I mean, the, the thing that annoyed me the most is he got it wrong. I did. <laughs> oh, man, but I can't talk. But I was sitting looking at him like, it's not, it's not what it is and all that. But the thing was, like, we were in the toilet, we walked by and he didn't make eye contact with me and I knew why because he went through my computer. I know what he's seen. Uh, <laughs> obviously none of it illegal, otherwise I'd be facing very different charges. But uh, I know what he's seen. <laughs> man, which makes it funny. If you, want, if you want to annoy your FBI agent that's spying on you, download tons of weird shit because they have to <laughs> so but you you were doing you were making youtube videos before this you were so you're a youtuber now that's your yeah. kind of that's your bread and butter right that's job now, so before this all happened were you a youtuber like or you were it, it was a stupid little side hobby I, I like made the channel as a joke i just wanted to make like dumb shit posting videos i wasn't going to make like a go of it i wasn't going to make like a career mm -hmm. out of it i went oh me and my friends will film some dumb videos and just post them yeah. and everything and like even like the name count dankula <laughs> like I, I was when i was making the channel i turned to my wife and went like that was a stupid sounding name for like a, a shit posting channel and she's thought for a few seconds and went count dankula and i went <laughs> yeah that's retarded yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like, what yeah. does dank dank mean what, what does it mean there's many different many different uh variations if you're talking about weed it just means it's really good weed okay. like dank dank weed and everything and if you're saying like dank when you're talking about a meme it just means it's it's badly done on purpose, but that's part of the joke mm. and everything. Like when we used to film like our old like skits and stuff like that, we would have all the camera equipment still in shot and <laughs> everything because we were making it awful on purpose because that was like part of the fun mm. and everything. But like if I'd have known it was, I was going to get big, I would have chose a different fucking name. <laughs> it feels so stupid. Like one of the worst times was when I was in like UKIP and I went to like the European Parliament in Strasbourg to talk about Article 13. So yeah. I was like, well, this is major free speech stuff like i'm going there to debate article okay 13. you're gonna have to no. tell us break down what these things are because we don't know no, what article, uh, 13, article is. 13 was basically this draconian as hell copyright law where basically social media platforms were going to be held responsible for any copyrighted content that was placed on their website now the only way that they basically it was a case of oh there's a video that's been uploaded that's got a taylor swift song in it that's a two thousand euro fine now, with YouTube and other, but like YouTube, for example, every minute, 400 hours of footage gets uploaded to YouTube. Every minute. There's not enough people on Earth to go through all of that. So what they would have to do is adopt algorithms mm -hmm. to automatically detect it. And the problem is with algorithms, there's so many false positives because 
AIs and algorithms, they can't recognise satire, parody, jokes and everything yeah. up tone. So if you like, make... like when we have a, a video playing and, and you know we get flagged copyright stuff because we we've used a clip of a video or yeah. you know mm-hmm. yeah and because we we use the, the copyrighted material yeah we steal it yeah, yeah. we steal it <laughs> but it's basically the the only way that places would be able to obey Article Thirteen is basically have a great filter over the internet this all seeing algorithm that examines all the content before you're allowed to put it on there and basically there would be so many false positives that. Half of people couldn't post anything unless it was the most mundane crap. And also, whoever yeah. controlled the algorithm would control exactly. history, would control the truth, reality. Exactly, mm. exactly. And we all know that the algorithm would have a little bit of a bias towards yeah. a certain political persuasion. Because it already yeah. does. I mean, yeah. you look at Twitter and that. Like Trump got Trump got kicked off for saying, "Oh, have a nice picnic," or whatever the <laughs> fuck. And like. <laughs> Al-Qaeda are like literally burning people in cages and still fucking they're getting adverts for McCain's oven chips on, on, their, on their stuff on Twitter yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so wait you, you mentioned you were in UKIP yeah so okay so That's a laugh man oh, yeah, how, come you, how come you ended up in, in UKIP is that the most racist of all? <laughs> By the way, I, I did expect a little bit of that. The whole story of it is, is we were sort of going, what actual political stuff can we do to secure freedom of speech in the UK? What party actually gives a shit, right? So we looked at all the, the big main ones, like SNP, hate free speech, Labour, hate free speech, Tories, hate free speech. All of them are trying to get laws passed. Kemi Badenot will hopefully lead the Tories in a good direction with free speech. I don't care about the Tories anymore. <laughs> I don't care about government anymore, man. I've been reading far too much Hopper. I went to, I went, so I, when I came, I was just going to interrupt, when I went yeah. up to see you, because I did some videos with you, right? Yeah. Uh, I went into your studio and you had a, a litany of uh, illegal literature yeah. that I was, uh, where, you're allowed to mention, yeah, it's in the, your back. Talk about it. I've, got, I've done a video on them going, I have this book, it's illegal to have this book. Yet. Yeah, so, so, you, so you've you got like the, um, what is it, the Anarchist Handbook. The Anarchist had... Cookbook. That yeah, one. the Anarchist Handbook's a different one. That's uh, Michael Malice, I believe, has made that one. Oh, but, yeah. uh, the, the Anarchist Handbook is basically just discussing the ethics and everything, you know, the ideology of anarchism or private property anarchism. But uh, I've got the Anarchist Cookbook, which teaches you how to make bombs. Yeah, and how you make napalm and all this type of stuff. Well, having the book itself. Hold on a sec. Maybe you could be a bit louder, Nico. Nico, what are you doing? You're you're enough to give to the rest. You're wrapping your Christmas presents. Like what the fuck? Like people listening to this on the on on, on, and they think, what the fuck is that? Sorry. So so Anarchist wants to eat his burrito, man. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, thank. (laughs) But with the Anarchist cookbook, though, if you get caught with it, I thought you go down for longer or something. Owning the book itself is not a crime. But if you are ever arrested for anything that's like politically linked or like terrorism linked, that's that's three four years on your sentence. Right, yeah. Because like, right there's away. teenage teenage boys that are getting like long sentences. Yeah. Or, man, there's there's a group of uh, teenagers, uh, and they were man, they were like good kids, um, and they were in a WhatsApp group, and they discussed because one of their friends got uh, killed or stabbed or something in in London, and. Um, uh, they all went down because they in the WhatsApp group. They're just venting off. They're like, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna go and like you know, these guys are fucking ridiculous. We should go and fuck them up." Um, and they got they got sent down for years because that it was seen as like planning the crime, which is ridiculous. Another famous one was this wasn't Britain. This was in America, and this happened in RuneScape, of all places. Which for anyone that doesn't know is an old web based game from way back in the day. Yeah, it was seen as if lots of people spent like eighteen hours a day on this game, and it was just sad. 
Right, but basically there was a guy that was playing RuneScape and he get killed and whenever you get killed you lose all your items and everything. So he was furious about that. So he ended up, he said something in chat like, I'm so angry I'm going to shoot up a school. <laughs> and someone in the chat reported him to the police. The police came and raided his house and they found a downloaded copy of the Anarchist Cookbook five years Shit. Jesus. Five years he got in prison. And then when he came out, he smoked weed and done a piss test, and then he got another two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Josh Josh Palalt. His name, two, name's Josh Palalt. Yeah. Two years for smoking weed. That's fucked up, man. Oh, I mean, yeah, because uh, in America, I mean, I was I was seeing a last year. Our brother got done. Um, he was living in America, and he got done for the three strikes, and you're out. And his third offense, they found codeine in his system. And like here, codeine, you get it over the over the counter in yeah. boots, like co them all. That's, yeah. that's got codeine in it. And over there, it's a restricted, it's an opiate or whatever. I mean, it's great, it's great fun. Codeine rappers. Yeah, he got he got he got done for it because it was the third offence. He got he got jail time for it. Bloody hell. Yeah, it was a. Well, I know the, the three strike law. Sometimes the third sentence is a life sentence. Yeah. I think they've they've overturned some of them because there was one guy that did two serious offences and they were like, "You're on your third strike now. It's a life sentence if you do anything else." And I think. Seven years later, after behaving, he stole some like VHS tapes. Yeah. And motherfucker, then, send him down. Send him down, man. I, yeah. Give him a check. Life sentence he got. Although, I believe a lot of those people, one guy got done as well because he stole a cookie. Yeah. There was a cookie on a shelf in a supermarket and he ate it. Right. And then like left the shop without paying for it and he ended up getting a life sentence. Although, I think a lot of them got overturned. But this was after they spent like 12 years in jail Jesus. over a cookie and some videotapes. Imagine if the cookie wasn't even that nice. Like, yeah, I, know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. If I'm doing 12 years, nice. that better be a fucking nice cookie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How, how was it in, uh, in UK? Because, man, following off, like, because you mentioned right wing and uh, or, or racist or something. Because people always assume that, like, um, UKIP or whatever is, is racist. And from my experience, like knowing those people, working those people, they're they're not racist, and they actually go to really like put a lot of effort and go to great lengths to ensure that anybody racist is kept away from the party because they don't want to be tarnished. Even like uh, you know, Tommy Robinson's done that in um, uh, in in Europe, like Pimfortain. You know, they they go to great lengths to make sure because anything that's like vaguely on the right is going to attract the sort of right wing nut job. So you've got to like make sure you keep them at a distance. Like and still, there was, and still, a lot of housekeeping. There was a, I seen people who were like recent members that joined that turned up to an event and said some stuff. <laughs> and then basically like the higher ups were going, get rid of them. Yeah, like, yeah. Get, get them out of the party and everything. Like, and it was kind of like, I've, I've never seen housekeeping like this. And one of the things that I love as well is when I get all like, we lefties online and everything going like that. You were in UK, blah, 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 and I went like that. I don't know. We weren't the ones getting investigated for anti-Semitism all the time. <laughs> 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 never happened to us. It happened to you an awful lot. That man, Israel likes us. <laughs> <laughs> so what were you in? The, so you were in UK, but what were you in? You were like an MP, or what were you? I was, I was an MP. But I, but I was like, <laughs> MEP. Yeah, they've been funny though. But uh, no, I ended up like the only. After all, we checked the big three who did not care about freedom of speech at all. The other ones were the Lib Dems, but nobody cares about the Lib Dems. But it uh, ended up, it was UKIP were the only ones that even mentioned it in their manifesto. And we played with the idea for a while of like making a go of it instead. And when you say we, is that you and me, Carl? Me and Sargon. Right, yeah. So we were sort of like, do we want to like sit in our chairs and bitch about it on the internet? Or do we actually want to try and like actually do something instead of just being the guy at home shouting at footballers mm -hmm. and everything like that? Do we want to get on the pitch? So we decided like, let's get on the pitch and we did it with UKIP. And uh, ended up when we went and I did admit, I, I believed a lot of the stuff that was in the papers and we were like, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna hear some shit. <laughs> we're gonna hear some shit when we join this party. 
didn't hear any racism at all. No, nah, that's gutting. I didn't hear it, and that's why I was just a wee bit like, oh, okay. I did hear some funny stuff though, where a lot of the guys are old Tories from like way back in the day, like yeah. the British Empire days. It's so funny seeing a guy in his seventies pure going, Indian people are British. they love the queen they're part of the empire (laughs) i was like all right cool man like uh what i think you say in the middle of spoons but (laughs) but it was just stuff like that was funny but like uh ended up like i just joined the party sort of go let's give a little boost let's try and get you know freedom of speech enshrined in some sort of code we have a constitution but it's uncodified Mm. i wanted a codified constitution and all that so we thought that that's something that we could start uh, pushing towards and everything, but then I got approached by Gerald Batten, who went, "Do you want to run for MEP?" And I went, hey, "That'll be a fucking laugh, I lad. <laughs> that'll wind, that'll wind hundreds of people up." And like the, the campaign trail with me and Sargon, oh, it was a fucking shit show. So much stuff <laughs> happened. We had reporters like we had a we done a gig like the night before the big UKIP press conference, and undercover journalists came in and secretly recorded us. And the most bits that they got were for me. <laughs> because I'm sitting there like, uh, uh, rape jokes and like, <laughs> everything. And then the next day, they confronted me with like my jokes. And I was like, I know, I told them. It's <laughs> <laughs> just last night. And I was like, like, just last night, I told these jokes and everything. And the woman was like, uh, how do you feel about saying such horrible things? And I, and I was at the UKIP press conference. There's the BBC, Sky News and everything. And I just said to her, I don't care. <laughs> I do not care. And then she pure, like mouthed at me like, it wasn't funny. <laughs> and I just went, I don't care. Like, I do not care. And I was like, like you came to a comedy night with yeah. offensive comedians and then bitched that the jokes were offensive. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. I did go like, cheers for buying the fucking tickets. So like, I had money in my pocket. That's pretty man. good. But yeah, I was hung over as fuck at the UKIP thing and I kept having to go backstage to be sick. So see, you... If you watch, <laughs> see, if you, see if you watch it, you can actually see me going like, and walking off stage because I kept having to be sick. So, so you, they put you forward as an Did you get paid for that? Or is no, this, this is I, I, I didn't get paid at all. I just did it off my own back. And then this it, is... was, it was half, I, I want freedom of speech to actually get some type of protection in Parliament, but also people are so fucking angry. This is so fun. Yeah. And I decided <laughs> to go along with it based on that. And then the party fucking imploded. And everyone blames me and Sargon for that. And it, it was actually nothing to do with us. You ever seen that Aaron Paul gif of Breaking Bad where he's like drinking the water and looking around the table? That was me and Sargon in the whole situation. Yeah. It was... Farage left and then there was like rivalries in the party that went back like 20 years and everything that were like rearing their head. Me and Sargon actually had nothing to do with it. Basically a power vacuum came and all the higher ups started fighting and everyone started fracturing into wee and groups and we just dipped. UKIP well, yeah, doesn't yeah. exist anymore. They, yep. they still exist, they just don't have anywhere near the clout that they did. The thing is, if you're a single issue party and you succeed on that single issue, which was, you know, the UK leaving Europe, I mean, it sort of makes the party slightly yeah. redundant. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. Yeah. So in that in that respect, they're kind of the you know. Would, would you say your it. campaign to become M- MEP was better than Leo's campaign <laughs> to become? Why don't you go fuck yourself, Dad? I was Leo's campaign manager. Oh uh, yeah, you're... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, wonder, I wonder why it wasn't a slick, well-oiled machine. <laughs> and, then, and at one point, I put like ah. Uh, the SNP did some sort of policy. Oh, that's quite a good policy. And Leo went, you're my fucking campaign manager, you moron. <laughs> I mean, oh, that's a terrible policy. <laughs> oh, yeah. The campaign stuff was funny. Sargon got hit with fish. Did you see oh, that? Oh, yeah. 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 Somebody funny. threw a fish at him. We, we laugh at him. Do you know who Sargon is? Sargon is? 
Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, All right. Salgon's a good guy. I like Salgon. So, um, so you ran for M. You were in Europe and you did the speech in front. Well, of that, this was before the MEP stuff, like the Strasbourg stuff, and this this was the thing is I went. I'm literally going here to debate MEPs about Article 13. So I, that was when I was like, no jokes, no wind-ups. Like, I'm, I'm going over here to be like 100% serious and everything. I had a speech prepared and everything like that. And I was I was a little bit vicious in my speech where I basically says, I just saw like a room of a few hundred people trying to discuss the internet, something that none of these boomers understand or comprehend. They don't know how it works. These people don't know how to switch their router off and on again, mm -hmm. but they're trying to dictate how the internet itself should yeah. be run because they don't understand it. And I, I, so I was dead vicious in my speech, but the problem was, as I got in, introduced on stage where they went and now to talk about Article 13, Count Dankula. Yeah. Don't introduce me as my fucking online name. Because <laughs> like, I did see all the reporters in the room going, fucking who? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if they did that with Darius. And now to talk about Article 13, the bad lad of global jihad. Mad, mad lad of jihad, Persian nightmare. <laughs> Ayatollah of they rock come, and roll. Coming in like a wrestler. Oh, Darius is going to be a wrestler. Yeah, he, yeah. he saw a gap in the market for the first eight and a half stone wrestler. <laughs> Uh, no, I didn't. I saw a gap in the mar mar market for the first trans wrestler, actually. You know, <laughs> before it was cool to be trans, I was doing it first. So you, so how was your? Sp uh, listen, actually, so why we're here? Give us. So, the, so the what? What do you do on YouTube now? What, what is it? Jokes? Is it? Is it what? I, what sort of stuff? Is I do. It? I do like sort of. Essentially, it's documentaries. I've got a series called Absolute Mad Lads, where mm. I talk about just insane people from history. Like, it basically, there's people that have done, like, great things. Everyone thinks that whenever I call someone a mad lad and feature them in a video, it's, like, an honorific title that I'm giving them a nice title. But there's there's good mad lads and there's bad mad lads. Yeah, there's, okay. like, for example, Mad Jack Churchill was a guy that stormed the beaches in World War II with a sword and a set of bagpipes. And he's also the only guy in World War II to get a confirmed kill with a bow and arrow. That's, <laughs> that's funny, right? That's hilarious, right? And the guy, was he was a complete chad throughout his entire life. Mm. But then I've also done Mad Lads on General Butt Naked, who was a Liberian warlord that had an army of naked child soldiers. He used to shoot up with heroin <laughs> and all that, and then Jesus. they would sacrifice one of the kids and they would all take a bite of a heart before they, went, before they went in and massacred another village. It's like their equivalent of gash bombs. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I've actually spoke to him on what? fucking Facebook, like no FaceTimed him. What, General Butt Naked? It, I swear, <laughs> by the way, I swear to God, everyone's like, why the fuck is he not serving? Like, yeah, why is he not in prison? Because the Liberian Civil War was coming to an end and his side was losing. And he went, right, I'm going to get fucking executed and all that here. And I shit you not. He said to the authorities, I was visited by Jesus Christ and he forgave me for my sins. And I am now a born again Christian. And the, the Liberian authorities went, well, who are we to argue with the law? <laughs> <laughs> but he, 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 he kind of realised, like, that's only going to hold up for so long. And he fled to, like, a neighbouring country. But... He works full time as a pastor now. Like, right. Given, and it's so funny he's watching his old warlord friends doing interviews now going, I thought it was a joke. Not funny as that, but they're like, no, he's a fucking like, pastor now. And I messaged them on Facebook because people were sending me a Facebook account going, I think this is him because there's photos on this Facebook that I, I, we haven't seen anywhere. So I messaged him and I says, I'm Count Dankula. I made a video on you. And he was aware of the video. He'd oh. seen it and everything. So I was like, I just want to make sure it's actually you. But I'm sitting eating dinner with my wife while I'm mess you know, casually me you know, messaging a 
cannibal warlord from Liberia <laughs> that's like mm. massacred children and stuff like that. And he starts like FaceTiming me, like calling me, video phone. I was like, that to my wife, like, he's fucking phoning me on Facebook. <laughs> and Sue's like that, like my wife's going, don't answer it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was like, He's not going to get me through the phone. <laughs> but, like I'll be fine. Like Temple of Doom. Yeah, exactly. But I answered it and fucking and his face propped up and it was him. Right. Yeah. And it was his face. Uh, and, and he just pure just goes, "Do you believe me now?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, uh, "Yes. Uh, hello, hello, Mister Butt Naked." Like, but then he pure goes, "My name is Joshua. Do not call me that." Anymore. I guess if, you, if you're going to be a pastor, well, you can't be called Mister Butt Naked anymore. Yeah, exactly. So, but, so, uh, so how many? Like killings he done or massacres and H- shit. Hundreds, hundreds. He's he's orchestrated like several like village massacres. Like it, it was always be like naked children. He would basically massacre a village, but he would spare the boys and basically give them an AK and go, "You fight with us now," and everything. And then they would go and find another village and do the same thing all over again. Jesus. Yeah, it was uh, Li- Liberian civil war was a very very awful time in the country's history. That's crazy. crazy. Yeah, so uh, like, like I said, some mad lads are good. <laughs> some, yeah. Some are fucking horrible. Yeah. Is he a I, good or a bad one? Yeah. <laughs> Started off bad. He's a funny no, bad a one. <laughs> he's at fa- least funny. He's found Jesus. He's yeah, a good one, man. Yeah. He's a good one, no. <laughs> so, what else? You make the mad lad videos. Do you do any other ones? I you do ma- gaming videos and stuff, right? I used to. I don't really do those anymore because that's fucking pissing in the ocean now, man. Everybody does fucking gaming. Why content. Why do people watch gaming videos? I never understood. You're literally watching somebody play a video video game instead of playing it yourself. The new ones, VTubers. Have you seen VTubers? No. Right. This is... People wear things on their face and on their body, so it's like digital capture software. So it's someone sitting there essentially wearing a motion capture suit. Right. But on the screen, like, see how the streamer's usually in the bottom corner yeah. of the webcam? Instead... It's a cute, like, anime, like, character, like, cartoon character. Like a Twitter fucking avatar coming yeah, to life. but it moves around, and whenever they talk, because they've got the motion capture stuff in their face, it moves the no face, way. it moves the mouth, and it's VTubers. And it's just, like, they're massive right now, and they're blowing up everywhere. And I'm like, why Why the VTuber thing? Why that? But when I'm looking at it, I hear a girl with, like, a cute voice behind the character, and why is she using the character? I'm like... She's fat. <laughs> yeah. Like I know I know that everyone's like, oh, and everyone like loves the character and pure thinks that she's dead cute and they yeah. send her money and everything. And I'm like, I know you're a monster behind that fucking thing, man. You are yeah, an ugly woman. People send money. People send money to uh, girls. Like I'm in a couple of telegram groups following the Ukrainian war. And the guys, one of the guys running it, he like he's talking about how he sends all the he he wants us to. I've sent him money a couple of times. It's interesting stuff, but he then gets the money we've sent. He sends it to this like cam girl or something. What? Just somebody like dresses up in fucking uh, like Japanese stuff and. To, to talking about sending money because we didn't do this. If you have signed up to the Patreon, thank you so much. If you haven't signed up now, we've got some wicked tears. You're gonna, 20- you're gonna wear dresses. Yeah. You need to wear cute little dresses. Well, I'll man. wear fucking cute dresses if yeah, you give us money. The maid outfit, that's my favourite. I'm just letting you know. The, the only thing I want to say <laughs> is if you were in the Patreon and you signed up to the, the £20 tier and we said we'd give you a shout out, let me know if you want me to use your real name uh, on the podcast <laughs> or how you want us to do it and we'll give you that shout out. Anyway, back to the, back to the episode. What are we talking about? <laughs> men, men in dresses. Oh, yeah, man, one of, the <laughs> things, one of the things I saw recently that cracked me up was, uh, so you know the Roe versus Wade? Yeah. Thing when like the Supreme Court overruled this decision and like made abortion like um, like basically illegal made, made made abortion illegal again in America 
and you pretend you change your avatar oh, that like a Supreme so Court funny. judge but you're Justice Dankula right. so like I mean it wouldn't take a lot of googling to find out that you're not actually a Supreme Court justice and you were winding people up you were saying to people like you know our next ruling is going to be on the itty bitty titty committee <laughs> I, 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 I declared them a terrorist organisation <laughs> yeah it was a uh, it was uh, the thing that I don't understand is like everyone was screaming about Roe versus Wade yes yeah. the Supreme Court we are we are not American but even we know that there is no Justice Dankula. There, there, yeah. there, 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 no, one, yeah. no one by that name exists. And people were actually showing me the Google Trends, and it was showing a big spike in searches, but I'm like, holy shit, people had to check. People oh, man. had to actually check that I some... wasn't on the Supreme Court. I think I changed my bio to something like Scotus, but I wrote <laughs> Supreme Court of the Uterus Squad. I wrote Bullshit Ender Baby Defender like, Trump 2024. And everyone was fucking raging. I was getting death threats for fucking days. Even after the joke was over and I changed my account back, I was even messaging people back going, hi, darling, it's over now. Like, <laughs> like, you know, you know, a, few, a few days late, like, I've retired a bit. Like, uh, they're they... still sending me death threats after that. What were they saying when you were going back like that? So I've given, were they still getting furious at you? Oh, there were still people, uh, even now, there are some people that obviously check their Twitter every two weeks or something like that. <laughs> I still get the occasional one. I'm like, ah, the joke's dead now, right? But it's the fact that it's like, what was it? It was under a Biden tweet because I've done this before. I've I've lapped as a few different yeah. characters before. One of them was a, a lapped as a Taliban general. This was during, <laughs> this was during the America pullout yeah. and everything. And I had so many American conservatives fucking raging and all that. And I kept posting like pictures of myself photoshopped as a Taliban insurgent with all the Amer military hardware that was left behind <laughs> and everything. But like the, then I decided to do the Supreme Court one as well. And all I did was under a Biden tweet where Biden was bitching about Roe v. Wade, and I wrote under it something like what was it we were very careful in our decision mr president you know something like a scotus would tweet out and boom fucking inbox flooded death threats and everything and people were going we have your address we know where in america you live and <laughs> well, in funny america <laughs> <laughs> and everyone, there was one guy i had as well that was sending me death threats and he's like i'll find what state you live in and then he stopped replying and i'm like he obviously googled man i wonder what he found out <laughs> but then some people were like even after the death threats they ended up afterwards going okay that was quite funny that man how you like made fun of us and all that but it was like uh, i was just making people pissed off yeah. and all that and like people were going like what would you do if you like got a woman pregnant and i was like i have nine children to four different women and like all that <laughs> shit and just saying horrendous fucking stuff and like even i even see when people went on my profile and saw like the horrendous replies that i was giving people people should have went right this is a bit like that some, yeah someone's pretending to be a scotus judge even after all that, people I mean, still believed. The yeah, name, yeah. the name should have been the giveaway, right? Yeah. Dankula. Yeah. yeah, there is no justice, Dankula. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, not and there's no Dankula like as a name of a person. Would, anyway. would that be your next be step racist. after Sorry. after becoming an MEP? Would your next step to be on the Supreme Court of the United States? Absolutely, would man. I, I would. I, I think one of the things that I posted that made everyone really angry was I said something like, "If y'all don't pipe down, I'll make women illegal." <laughs> <laughs> and, and and the thing is that that's a dead giveaway that. that that's not serious and I'm not a Scotus judge. Yeah. But people were replying to that. Like, even if you go into the quote <laughs> tweets, raging, what a horrible thing for someone in the Supreme Court to say. And I was like, oh my God, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Man, how do you not know that this isn't real? But that's that's the state of politics. And see all those people that fell for that, even at that point, their yeah, vote yeah. counts just as much. I, I saw that yeah. tweet that you, but these yeah. people's votes counts as much as yours. Yeah. yeah. A lot of morons in the world. Yeah. <laughs> not, not in this podcast, though. N not Every in 
everyone reaches uh, a threshold. Should we do uh, nonce of the week? Who's a nonce of the week? Well, we've got General Butt Naked, but we've also got <laughs> Tim Westwood. We've also got the, the uh, Telford um, groomers. What's a Telford groomers? Man, do you not... Fuck, we're doing a topical podcast. You not open a fucking newspaper. You don't even need to open it. It's on the front page. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Telford Inquiry came out like a thousand. I thought it was in Bradford or something. Yeah, the the man they're doing it in every in every in every town and city where your uncles and cousins are. They're, they're doing it <laughs> everywhere. Doing what? Nonsense. Who? <laughs> I love it. Like man, like ra- racists in the old days would be like, oh, these immigrants who come here, they take our jobs. Now they're going to be saying they're coming here, they're taking our nonsense. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nico, why why on the phone? phone Nico. Man, Nico, we're doing a fucking podcast <laughs> talking about nonsense. What is it with a Telford? Talking? Who's he talking to? I think he's to? talking to his wife. But she's still illegal in this podcast. Yeah. I don't do the, I, the mushrooms have made a comeback. Probably. Yeah. Just, oh, don't, <laughs> don't, let us, don't let us get in your way, Nico. Don't let us disturb. Anyway. <laughs> this podcast has gone crazy. Sergi, how are you feeling? I'm very good. Yeah? I'm going to do another gash bomb. Are you going to do another gash I'm bomb? I'm going to do another gash bomb. Oh, no, I'm still halfway through mine. Uh, do you want another oh, gash bomb? There you go. Just, just a bit of vodka, no, no, no gash. Hold the gash. What the hell? Where are you going, Nico? Careful with the camera. Oh dear. Well, this pod... Should we... How long have we been recording for, Sergi? Uh, 40 minutes. 4-0? Yeah. So I guess we've got to do another 15 minutes of pod. What we can do is... That looked a little bit serious. Yeah. But yeah, he had a look in his face. I would leave him. Yeah. What we can do is just... Um... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's all gone wrong. Ah, fuck it, it's fine. It's fine. What you can do is, um, you can do a, just at the end, you'll do a, and that's it for the normal podcast, and then, and welcome to the patron-only podcast, and then you can just cut them in whenever, just right in the middle of a sentence. I don't know what, I don't even know what's going on now. Yeah. This, this is just degenerating into fast. It's, well, let, I'll tell you about the Telford, uh, tell the Telford tell grooming tell scandal. Yeah. So what I found, uh, man, this is like... Each one, this is the thing with these grooming scandals, it's like Rotherham was like ages ago and it came out and like, are you listening? I'm listening, All it right. came out ages ago. Came out ages ago and like the inquiry said, look, this happened because all the authorities were scared to act because they were scared of looking racist and it's a complex issue and you know, uh, these um, Pakistani Muslim guys are overrepresented as the, as the offenders, as the perpetrators. And uh, so you'd think, you know, people would be wise to that and stop it. Man, it just keeps on happening. In Telford, they found out it's generational. So it's going on generation after generation. And uh, man, it's like ramped up to the next level. You'd think like, you know, uh, like uh, young girls, like, you know, 12 year old girls being plied with vodka, uh, gang raped, uh, anally raped till they have to wear a colostomy bag. Um, uh, and all the rape. Wait, man, are you I'm fucking listening? I'm listening. I was taking the vodka off the table because we we're, we're playing people. Oh, on the right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, playing them with gash bombs. No, <laughs> at least the gash bombs would give you the energy to get out of that kind of situation. There you go. But yeah, like, man, as if that's not bad enough. Telford, they fucking killed them. They killed what? the fucking. Man, read a fucking paper. Do you know about this? Thank you. Yeah, a little bit. I just try to avoid talking about it because I've I've just got off the government list and I don't want to be back on it again. <laughs> what, what's the government list? Yeah, what's the government? Oh, Am I on it? Where you get spied on all the time? Yeah, if you start talking about stuff like that, you get spied on. Did oh, you nice. get spied on? Maybe I'm getting spied on. There's an association with Tommy. How do you know you? Well, okay. How do you know you were being? Whenever spied you're on? associated with a person of interest, assume you're being spied on. 
Oh, maybe we're getting spied on. Well, You're probably getting double spied on. <laughs> Pay every, every, every time you go into America, they like pull you into a room and stuff. Oh, actually, can you see, go see, to... See, basically, the rule is, see if you are hanging about with or associated in any way with someone you know the government is spying on, you're being spied on as well. Nice. Really? Yes. So what what were they spying on for you then? I have no idea. They'll never tell me that. How do you know you got off the list then? Oh, because I've not been associated with Tommy for like four years now. That's Tommy well, Robinson. Yeah, Tommy. I tie Tommy Robinson. I just say Tommy and assume everybody fucking knows. Well, you know, Tommy the brick if you're doing Well, we've got a surprise <laughs> for you because uh, here today. <laughs> okay, Tommy yeah. Robinson. Fantastic. <laughs> you owe me eighty pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I think he does as well, actually. <laughs> Well, it's inflation. After, after what I've heard, I don't think I'm going to see it. <laughs> <laughs> What's happened? Who's it? Oh, and it's Nick Griffin is the other one, but he's disappeared as well. Oh, after his appearance on a question. <laughs> yeah, man, Nick Griffin. Oh. I, I don't think I don't think the right wing always send us their best people. You know what I mean? Nick Griffin is just... If, if you're going to try and be the master race, at least look like you could be in a master race. You look like one that fucking melted on the factory floor. You know and what it, I mean? It's it's like, whenever, whenever you're running in politics and stuff like that and anyone comes up to you and goes, did the Holocaust happen? You turn around and you go, yes, it absolutely did and it was absolutely terrible. You don't pull a Nick Griffin and go, well, no. Give one of those answers. Wow. But, uh, <laughs> So you are now no longer on the government list. At least I don't believe so. Leo, do you reckon you're on a government list? Mm. I just assume everyone spies on everyone. Anyone involved in politics, I just assume they're definitely being spied on. I mean, you know what happens. It happens all the time in America. It happens all the time over here. But you um, can go to America, though, now. I can go to America, yeah. When I was there, I did get stopped uh, because, they, obviously, the criminal record flagged up and everything. They asked me about it. So and they went, asked you that. Did they take you into a little room? I, I get taken into a little room with like the guys in the yeah. vests and the bulletproof vests and all that shit. But when I told them, they didn't believe me. Really? They were sort of like, shut And happy. I, I even said to them, I went, Google it. Like, Google it and have a look and everything. And then they were, the fact that I was arrested for that, this is America, right? So yeah. they're like shocked and everything. They went, that happens over there. And I went, yes fucking awful country and I went about because these guys were clearly I mean they work in border patrol so they're right wing <laughs> oh, man, so they were like patriotic guys and I went you have a great country here and I'm like oh, man you've got the constitution and all that and they were like yeah fuck yeah we do fucking welcome to America <laughs> so yeah I managed to make them laugh and everyone have a joke about it and they let me in <laughs> and are you travelling on an Esther or are you travelling on a visa waiver or it, was, it was an Esther but this is the thing is everyone always goes like that oh you were working I wasn't working I didn't get paid for shit. But how did they know then that if you went through on the Esther, how did they know to stop you? Oh, it flags up. If criminal records when you're coming into America, it flags well, that, up. this is what happens to you because yeah. Darius got a criminal man. You're not, not going to believe how Darius got a criminal record. It's the, <laughs> it's the I, only I, person, only I, person who got. He was picking fucking magic mushrooms in Wales. Criminal record. And then magic. the police. That's, that's class A though. That's the problem. That's yeah, the, the problem. police. Yeah. The police came. So instead of chucking them on the ground, I did chuck them on the fucking ground, and the police. But like, I was on a hill in Wales picking up magic mushrooms and for no reason, the, someone grasped like, what, like, oh, look at those people just silently minding their own business, picking shit up off the floor. The police came in, what are you doing? And I went, nothing. But I was with my, I was with a, a friend who, and anyway, long story short, they arrested us, but I couldn't, I couldn't be fucked to, to wait it out. So I was like, just give me a caution, right? So I got a caution. Technically, I wasn't actually arrested there. Will you follow us? As I couldn't caution, even... A caution still stays in your record. Yeah. That's the problem. I couldn't, I couldn't flee. I couldn't, like, run away because the car was on the top of the hill. So oh, they, right. They, they just, they've run away. We'll just wait for this only car on this hill for that person <laughs> to come back, right? Also, you're shit at running. 
No, I was good at running at the time. All right. But well, I am shit at running. Anyway, so long story short, I got this caution from a piece. And now, I, then I was living in New York because so I had to declare it on a visa waiver. Yeah. So when I go through, they stop. But I went into America before on an Esther, and I don't think that your criminal record flags up. No, it flagged up with me. I get stopped. I think that flagged up because of who you are, not because of your criminal record. Possibly. Possibly. They wouldn't be because how they don't have access to every single person's UK criminal record or Peruvian criminal record or something. Oh, no, you'd be, you'd be surprised. There's a thing. It's called, what's it called? Is it called the Six Eyes? I forget what it's called, but it's basically the big intelligence agreement that all the countries have. So, for example... It's illegal for Britain to spy on its own citizens. It's not illegal for America to spy on us. Uh, so basically there's a bit of an agreement where Britain goes, all right, we'll spy on your citizens if you spy on our citizens and then we share the information. It's is, is, is it illegal for... Because I, I used to work in criminal intelligence and we used to spy on like our own <laughs> citizens because well, that's where that's where all the crime if you, if, if you think a crime is being committed oh, then yeah. this is oh, but just not for, do that. Yeah. but if you're like just for oh, fun it's, it's not a crime to be right wing so we can't get a well, it, it kind of is though. it kind of is a <laughs> crime is to be right wing <laughs> yeah, and that's that's the mad thing well like tommy robinson man like the all right you know well, I, I don't i don't really know much about him apart from like he he did a lot of uh, you know, work on, on grooming gangs and stuff, which I think, you know, regardless of his personal style or, you know, what he says, that's an issue that a lot of people were ignoring and it needs it needs somebody to, to go in there and, and all right, he did some he did some things like everybody's like, oh my God, he stood on the pavement and he, he revealed the identities and jeopardized the trial. It's like, yeah, all right, that's bad. But look what the fucking people in the trial were doing. You know what I mean? And they like, man, they went after Tommy for ever. Like, you know, I think he got eventually got arrested for like some sort of irregularity in his mortgage application and they managed to like you know nail him oh, for, they, they went like, through they 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 done the thing where they went through everyone even members of his family i think there was like a second cousin of his that got caught on tax evasion because basically all the intelligence services just went wumpf, like on tommy's family yeah. but the thing is like regardless of what anyone thinks of tommy right and everyone thinks he's an awful person if some people think he's you know the, the the god of the working man and all that type of stuff but the message he was putting across was important yeah, like it was right. You know, grooming gangs. Like I don't. Oh, but it's Tommy Robinson. Okay, okay. Whatever you think of him, children are being raped. That's a bit yeah. of a fucking problem. And, and killed <laughs> like, and yeah, burnt yeah. to death in house fires along with their family by the by the people who raped them. And it's man, that's that's quite a bad crime. I'd have thought. And like man, if they put the same effort into like going after the grooming gangs, or even if they just went after the grooming gangs instead yeah. of like going after like other people. Listen, they, 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 in they, my they, opinion. Like offensive tweets online where <laughs> that, that, that bothers that, me on a more day-to-day -day basis when that, I have to read the SWAT team. Yeah, when I read a mean <laughs> tweet, I'm like, send the fucking feds in there. Yeah. I mean, eh, I, I don't know, know any of those see, kids. See, I, sex. I think half of the reason, half of the reason they do go after people who've done, you know, naughty tweets or whatever, is that it's a lot easier to, yeah. you know, it's a lot easier to gather the evidence. It's a lot easier to like go and like doorstep the person. You know, they're not going to be. Uh, if you if you go after like some smackhead who's like uh, breaking into houses or, or something, he's he's going to try and stab you with a needle. He's going to go down fighting. Yeah, man, you go after like some some guy who like works in B and Q. Cricketwood. That legally. Okay, okay, I know I posted the N word on, on Discord. <laughs> All right, okay, he's coming out the house and I get down on the ground. <laughs> 
football team for the dangerous criminal. He's got Pringle crumbs in his shirt. It's <laughs> <laughs> coming out like that, man. He's got his Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle shirt. We got it. <laughs> this is this is the kingpin. <laughs> but it's also because it's performative. The police can say, "Look, we're." It basically the whole everything right now is all online generated by a very small minority that they want to appease and yeah. it just goes wrong every single time which is why Disney are fucking flopping Netflix is flopping Marvel's now just going down everything's going downhill because yeah. they're trying to appeal to these no, this, this is the thing is that I've noticed and I'm I'm noticing a parallel with this. I did a video a while back talking about uh, the Hayes Code, which was the old rule set of Hollywood like back this is like for the 30s onwards and this was things like no mixed race uh, relations are to be shown at all on screen. Couples are. Is this not, a real thing? This is a real thing. It's called the Hayes Code, and this was to basically like keep. It's definitely not being applied to adverts in twenty twenty two. No, no, it's definitely not. No, but the, it's the not Hayes one code, single same colour. They flipped uh, it. They flipped the it now. All yeah. now all couples. Must that, if, if by you... the way, and that falls into it as well, because basically the Hayes Code was meant to preserve the moral fabric of society. Like if you showed a bad guy, see how you have some films where. The bad guy wins in the end, and that's just part of the story. Back then, you were not allowed to do that. Is the this named guy, after someone, or this is like an I official think it was code? William Hayes. So it is a thing. Uh, he was the guy that was like in. He didn't make the rules. He was the guy in charge of the agency that enforced the okay. rules. Well, basically, you get essentially kicked out of Hollywood and no support if you broke these rules, right? And what happened was it was like, oh, this is to preserve the moral fibre and fabric of society so everyone has good religious values. All that ended up happening was everybody fucking hated the films. Everybody hated them. Everyone was sick of being preached to what this moral message is. This is the way you should be. This is the way you should live your life. And everyone started watching foreign films which didn't have to obey by the Hayes Code, so they became so much more popular. And then the fucking 60s and 70s happened, didn't it, right? So society shifted anyway now yeah. you're seeing the same thing yeah where it's sort of okay here's a show with a trans black lesbian transformer fucking whatever like bullshit right and it's in every single show it's yeah post on your net anti-racism blah 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 and it's to this is again to preserve the moral yeah. fabric of society and now you're getting the big shift the like, new the new Hayes code would be esg government environmental social yeah and uh, whatever the other one is, uh, governmental. Government-enforced okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> government uh, homosexuality. So that means, you know, if you're BlackRock or a big uh, investment fund, they, they say... Vanguard. Uh, Vanguard, uh, they say to whoever they're investing in, like Netflix, they're like, oh, you've got to abide by these, you know, you've got to show that you're being morally good and, you know, showing this stuff. So, like, the, the Hayes Code was like, oh, there must be no mixed-race couples. Uh, now it's like, there must be only mixed race couples and it's the same as stultifying and like you know totally neutering culture I, that's I, why loads of people are starting to watch like korean films that's why things like squid game were massive yeah because south korea do this really amazing thing where they still just make a good program yeah <laughs> like, yeah. yeah they go well, let's do this thing where we make a oh, what about gay what about this what about that and it's like how about we make a good film yeah focus on <laughs> focus on the story focus on yeah. telling the story and you can have like look at alien or whatever it's got a, like a strong woman look at you know other stuff it's Terminator. got like Terminator's got a strong robot. Those like, are all 80s, there's 90s after the Hayes Code died. Man, yeah. I watched Four on Monday, the new Four film, right? What's Four? Four, like Love and Thunder. Four from the. Oh, Mom. Thor. Oh, Thor. Yeah. <laughs> right. Four. 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 That's four. a hell of an accent, Thor. man. Four. Thor. Thor. Four. 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 How do you say it? Thor. Thor. Yeah. I watched I watched Love and Thunder on, uh, on Monday, <laughs> starring uh, one of the Avengers. Um. 
And first of all, if you want to make the adverts fun, <laughs> I always I always watch the adverts and I wait and see how long it takes them to put a, a white per, a white straight white man in there. Yeah. Uh-huh. I watched one uh, whole advert. wasn't one straight wasn't one a white whole ad guy. Break. Like the whole ad, there wasn't one white guy in ad, the whole. What advert or ad break? A, like a whole advert, not one white guy for like a minute of like like the change to like one smiling white woman. This woman is like, just like any watch him. But the film was totally shit, right? And it kind of had, <laughs> it was. The reason why it was shit is like, e- they just couldn't help just tell the story without inserting like just diversity for no fucking reason. Like, for example, right? Th- this is what why, why people think all these films are shit. One of the characters is like, I can't wait till my girlfriend gets here. It's like, would you have said that if it had been your boyfriend? No, it's just a point to say, yeah. oh, like, doesn't I'm gay, by the way. Yeah. Hey, did you know? Like, it uh, yeah. serves yeah. no purpose to the story. And, like, and then like, like one of the characters is like, and the way we have uh, babies, like the rock character, you know, Korg. He goes, so we, m- m- me and a boy, another rock man, we hold hands or whatever. And it's just another thing. Like, but would you have said that if it had been... A, you know, a straight thing. It wouldn't even be mentioned in the story. Yeah. And that's why it's shit because it's like, people are not bothered by diversity. It's, for, it's forced. You can yeah. tell it, it doesn't contribute to the story whatsoever. Yeah. It's yeah. not even a funny gag. Yeah. yeah. And it's always yeah. really obvious. It's so like yeah. crowbarred in. You know what I mean? Maybe it's, like tonight when in the middle of my roast, I talk about buying a train ticket <laughs> instead of doing actual roast material because I've written fuck all. Well, I mean, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> well, Leo, as a homosexual yourself, how does this... <laughs> How does Thank that you for make, recognizing my people. Yeah, how does it? But if I was like, like if I was gay or if I was part of one of these communities, and I saw this kind of like obviously put in, it'd be offensive every, to me. Every single gay, I've like half half my pals are like trans and gay, and like buying stuff like that, and fucking like see if you think some of the stuff I say is bad. <laughs> By the way, like some of the stuff they say is technically illegal in Scotland. Oh. <laughs> but, like, see what I say to them. Oh, he's going to pride. I'll walk into the like the office or something. And go, he's going to pride. Fuck pride. And so, oh, <laughs> all right, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, they hate it. Well, yeah. On on Monday, I was at House of Lords for this event around freedom of speech, and uh, yeah, the LGB Alliance were there, and they're obviously you know there's a big schism between the sort of because they've somehow lumbered with LGBTQIA plus plus whatever the fuck you know it's become this acronym, but LGB is completely different to all the rest of it. Like LGB is like your sexual, you know, your sexuality. Yeah. If you're a male attracted to another male, that's homosexual. Like if you're attracted to both, that's bisexual. And uh, but trans is like if you change gender. And women, the other stuff, women don't count. The other them. stuff is just like, oh, do you like a fucking thumb up your ass, or do you like fucking <laughs> dressing up as a cowboy? You know, the the Q is meaningless. Like I, I like dressing up as a rubber lab. What does the Q that, stand that was, up? That was for? the thing. Like I got in an argument with someone about that, and everyone was saying the LGB LGB alliance are awful. They don't care about trans people. And I went, oh, why is that? And they say, well, they say if you're a man and you transition into a woman about you like men then that means you're a straight woman so you're not part of the LGBT thing and I went but that makes sense though like, yeah, isn't that, and isn't that <laughs> exactly what they've been like you know saying I left, like, I left, I left the, I left that's the, why I went why are they bad for that that makes sense I left a, I left a comment on Facebook just trolling so, so there was a uh, a couple female to male male to female and I put what a lovely straight couple and then everyone just went, started going mad I went but they're straight yeah. and they but they knew they they went what do you mean they're straight? They're but they thought I meant like, oh, it's a, but, but I didn't mean that. I meant it the other way. And they've got furious because like no, <laughs> the normal couple, male to female, female and to it, male. It's funny, like, man, you see on uh, Instagram and uh, TikTok, you get like people who have like made sort of being whatever the fuck, some sort of, you know, gender 
whatever gender woo-woo nonsense. They yeah. made that their personality and their whole thing. I saw a lassie being called, somebody, they're in a, in a spat, in an argument with another lassie. And uh, they're like, you referred to me as a cis, a cis-het woman. I am not a cis-het woman. I am a fucking whatever gender woo-woo nonsense. They're like, yeah, no, you, you basically are. You just like, you've got some new words for it. But you basically are. All of, you know, all the gender stuff is just is is a made up there's, nonsense. There's, there's, aye, there's some of it where it's like if someone's like gay or bisexual or trans or whatever, I'm like, all right, okay. And so if but when you get some people that walk in and go, I'm a quantum spirit galaxy wolf and all that, yeah. and I'm like, this is for attention. You want yeah. attention like so bad, right? You can't just be you can't just be normal gay. You can't just be like <laughs> yeah. bisexual or something like I, that. You have to be something fucking stupid. I mean, they don't even like the the people in comedy. Like Sophie Hagen comes out and she's like, oh, I'm I'm queer. Uh, I mean, I've never had any same sex same sex experience, but you know, I'm I'm queer identified. It's like no, you're fucking you know, like honestly, you got to lick a fanny to get that those fucking bonus points for being like queer yeah, or whatever. Do, you do, got to do the work. That the rest you got to put the fucking work in. You know what I mean? There's people out there. You know, sucking dick, getting like in the eighties, sucking dick, getting discriminated. It's like against. the manager's son getting yeah. an advisor's position. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Now you're getting all the privilege points. You've been through none of the fucking oppression. You haven't even fucking had any same sex experience. But the, the reason why that people are now coming out like being gay is not good enough, right? It's because the battle has been won. Like no yeah. one, if you if you come in, yeah. walk through the door, and you went, ah, oh, this is uh, so and so, and he's gay. No one would bat an eyelid. No one, even like. And now it's not like now it's not a thing. Yeah, it's like saying I've got a mobile phone. Ooh, big for us. The, the pro problem with this, and this is why you're getting so much pushback for everyone, is activism groups have to know when to draw the line. They have to know when to draw the line. Basically, every activism group should be advocating for its own self-destruction, where yeah. it's like, oh, goal achieved. We're like, not needed anymore. Bye. Like, like, like you, you, you can. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So basically, like uh, if they came in, we want gay marriage, gay rights, blah blah blah. Right. Those have been achieved. They are. You can get yeah. married now and everything, right? So that's when all the activism groups should have rode off into the sunset yeah. when our job here is done. And, we will, we will return one day if it's ever fucked with, right? Mm. But then they, then we got to the point from gay marriage of why is there a drag queen waving their dick in my five-year-old's face? <laughs> <laughs> and that's when... And the problem is, like, gay marriage and everyone, everyone was fine with that. Everyone was yeah. like, right, that's cool. Now you're getting dra children at drag shows, and now you're getting the point where everyone's starting to push back, going, this is now too far. The yeah. activist groups obviously went, oh, but my salary. <laughs> they went, let's find a new problem. Let's find something else now. And that's why... But the problem is, now that people yeah. are pushing back, like, I don't... This is what worries me. I think people are now going to see, see when it gets to the gay actu actual rights, like gays having the exact same rights as everyone else, no more, no less. And marriage rights, I think it's going to go further now. I think it's Well, it's like back. the abortion issue yeah. has now been p pushed back because uh, in, in America, you know, obviously they had Roe versus Wade. But then if you look, there was a, like a senator or some a congresswoman or someone in Virginia, and she was literally saying... Uh, we think not just abortion up until the very instant well, they, that there was in, they legalized maybe that's, even that, infanticide that's, that's an and in any rap, yeah, yeah and in that's, any, that's yeah. not I mean it was the Dobbs the Dobbs ruling so basically they were trying so in, I think in Mississippi or something they had it so you could only have an abortion up to 15 weeks which is a pretty reasonable amount I think in Ireland it's 12 weeks 15 weeks is a pretty like when you get to like 24 weeks the baby's viable outside the womb uh, so 15 weeks is a good sort of you know a sensible cutoff point. No, everybody knows they're pregnant by 15 weeks unless you're a 
proper fat munt or the fucks around a lot. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like, uh, so that that was sensible. But the but they pushed it too hard. They were like, no, we need to we need to have it beyond fifteen weeks. Like, if like, they just like left f- it, like five minutes before birth. Yeah, if they just yeah. left it, they wouldn't have fucked themselves like this. But these left wing activists who wanted, you know, no. What? But this one from Virginia, she actually said. Yeah, but that wasn't related to the Roe versus Wade thing. But, it, but but the point is, when you've got someone fucking in the government saying, we want it to be, you can give birth and leave the baby to die if it comes out alive, yeah. infanticide, i.e. you don't help it for a week and we won't prosecute. No which, prosecution and for basically neglect. Basically, after a, an abortion, after the fucking baby's been born. Actually, can you see if you... I'll find the video and I'll send him the link. Um... Then people see that it gets shared around. Then they're gonna fucking push extra hard. There, yeah, there will be pushback against that because that is that's horrendous. I think, I'll, I'll admit, I'm a libertarian. I love Rothbard and all that as well. What's that? He's, tell us. Rothbard is, but he's a libertarian theorist. He's seen as the father of modern libertarianism. He says that he says that if you birth a baby, you should be able to leave it to die because that baby has no right to your labour. And that's a part where. I'm libertarian through and through, but yeah. I'm a bit, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, not that part. I'm a libertarian and an atheist, and like every day I, I see what's happening in society, I'm like, man, maybe the Bible's got a point. Maybe there's Hitler fellow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might have been, I might be mistaken. It might even be, it wasn't, it might be actually like basically kill the baby, not just, I'm, I'm going to check, but yeah. Um, mm. But anyway, I think yeah, I think there's a lot of pushback but, now because they're going so far, and now everyone's like. But the flip side of that is like, I feel the right. So for a couple of years, the right were, or the libertarian right were the sort of fun people trying to stop COVID lockdowns and all that sort of stuff, and yeah. trying to get you know freedom of speech. Like you're passionate about freedom of speech, and you know I was certainly I, I became like involved in sort of I guess ostensibly right wing politics because of freedom of speech and because of you know what it was doing to comedy, uh, and also I just wanted to make some money. But like. Um, <laughs> But now, after that, all of a sudden, the right are turning around and be like, ah, oh, we're going to ban abortions now. And like, you know, which is basically, the, it's basically putting a tax on pussy. It's basically stopping pussy. The 90s right is coming back. That, yeah. That's my problem. Like, see, yeah. how, see how, see the 90s left? Yeah. I love the 90s left. I want the 90s left to come back. Yeah. You know, your George Carlin's and all that. Like, when I when we were left wing. Yeah, exactly. Like, see, see if it, this was the 90s, we would all be left wing. Yeah. Like, we would all be liberals, right? Yeah. But now the 90s right is making a comeback yeah. where, and I seen it on Fox News the other day like where people were sharing clips about the mass shooting well it turned out he smoked weed and played video games and I went oh fuck off with that <laughs> don't, don't bring that bullshit back yeah. like shut up so you, that's, I'm no, that's what I'm noticing now that they're starting to make a comeback Yeah, Virginia governor so this is a Reuters fact check so you know it's fucking true right um, <laughs> they've done a they've done a thing the Virginia ga- governor uh uh, they basically said he he came out and said this uh and when it's born we will make the baby comfortable until the mother decides if she wants it to live or die what the so there was fuck? they were at, they were they were pushing did for he, active did he use. say that yeah he said that there's a video of him saying it uh serge can you look online to see if you can find put virginia governor uh, late term abortion uh, infanticide i'm going to take these off now we're talking about late-term abortions in uh, Virginia and the euthanasia when, when the thing is... Turbill wanna... shocked many Americans earlier this week. A woman is about to give birth. She has physical signs of, um, that she is about to give a birth. Would that still be a point at which she could request an abortion if she was so certified? She's dilating. Mr. Chairman, that would be a, you know, a decision that the doctor... The physician and the woman. I understand would make that. At that. I'm asking point. if your bill allows that. 
my bill would allow that, yes. I knew. So, so basically, they did late-term abortion. They also actually had infanticide, where they, right, if yeah. the baby was born and it had deformities or something, which obviously you want a healthy kid, but it doesn't mean you can just put some... You know what's actually offensive about the abortion bill? What they say is they say, if I'm not, and if you're a parent of a child with Down syndrome, for example, yeah. they, they're like... Um, Oh, if your kid's got Down syndrome, abort it before it's born. It's like it's, it's kind of like Down syndrome kids deserve a chance to live as well. Yeah, I, but they're annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Too many hugs. <laughs> well, I'm not saying send them to Telford and you've got two problems sorted. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> apparently, apparently, Down I think sy- even they would be like, oh. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> we've got apparently Down fun. syndrome people have a very high sex drive. That's why I said it. Oh, right, right. you told me that fact. <laughs> that you didn't even totally. fucking laugh at the funny joke I made. We now could I kill just two birds like, with one stone yeah, here, man. I said that. We could do, could do grooming gangs are distracted. <laughs> we're so, we're so I, con- I should have stayed outside. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe this could be a Patreon-only episode. <laughs> we'll decide. We'll decide whether to release this and. <laughs> No, we, we, uh, uh, nothing that has been said in but, this podcast is... But also some uh, Down syndrome people are high-functioning. Like I met one who was uh, a, a, some sort of Olympic swimmer, ob- obviously in the Paralympics. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, she was like, talked to her, she was fine. My favourite Olympic swimmer was this woman. She won in the Olympics 2012. She was in the Paralympics and she won gold. Her disability was like ADHD that was <laughs> oh then she was proper came on in the interview and started mugging off she like, yeah I fucked up that I fight like no like she, it's like there was like some of them had no arms or legs it was like they're just like a body Venus de Milo and she was just there going fucking down the thing just killing it going, I dominated baby I dominated it was uh she's my favorite Olympic swimmer no no fucking shame or anything I'm yeah. she's from Sheffield I'm gonna find her she's funny as fuck I met Sharon Davies former Olympic swimmer yeah, she fit. On Monday. Yeah, she's quite fit. Uh, Paralympic gold medalist. Paralympics UK. What else before? I, I think we're running out of uh, steam Nick, here. N- oh, yeah. What happened when you got drunk? You said you got horrifically drunk yesterday. Uh, so yesterday, we, so we usually we film once. We record our podcast once a week. But yesterday, it was Nico, I, and Nico Mooch and I. And we just had about a billion gash bombs. Right. And yeah, we did. had two gash bombs. No, I had, you had you had two gash bombs. Me and Mooch had five. You had five gash bombs. Yeah, we had five gash bombs. <laughs> yeah, we had two boxes. Anyway, <laughs> and so what? And did you have a gig after? Then I had a gig. Then I had a gig? gig. Oh man, I had this awful gig in uh, Box Park in Brixton. Yeah. And but they 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 have like a really nice venue, but they left the side open. So it's basically like an outdoor gig. Yeah. So you got all people the, walking yeah, past. Yeah, just stuff. like like really like a tough gig where you you're gonna have to kind of just like I'm going. You got to memorize where you are, and I'm you know you cause usually doing comedy. You get a laugh, you pause. You, but here you can't hear that. You got that feedback. You got all this distraction. So you've yeah. really got to concentrate on everything. So it was a hard. It was a tough gig. It was it was all right, but it was fucking made harder because I was very drunk as well. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> that, and, and Michelle closed or you? Michelle closed. She wasn't as drunk as me, and she did well. Right. Maybe, maybe I was just really drunk. Oh man, I went. So I went to because my wife is having a baby. So uh, we, we've got antenatal classes, and went along and uh, walked in. There's a guy who listens to podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like. <laughs> He's like, oh my God, you're my favorite comedian. Wow. And, uh, yeah. He didn't say and, uh, that. He did, he said that. He, <laughs> he didn't add this, but I think he meant out of all of us especially. No. I am. <laughs> he I sent am me a message, he says, I'm the best. 
Yeah, maybe he didn't say that, but he he, de- he listens to the podcast. So yeah, shout out to Ned. Ned, if you're listening, what his name's Ned. His name's Ned. Don't get many Neds in UK in 2020. Oh, there's lots in Scotland. Yeah, I do. Um, I don't. I don't think you'd name your kid Ned in no. Scotland unless you're mental. Is this an NCT class? What's NCT? I don't know. There's something that me and the wife went to NCT that they teach you about birthing and. <laughs> Yeah, all that water births yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and all the man, it's interesting. All the stuff because so many, so many people went in. And they're like, you know, I'm just going to have the epidural and like they're going to take it out. But if you have the epidural, there's more chance because you can't feel. You got no sensation, so you can tear. You can tear your. That's the biggest waste of money ever. What? You, is you're nonsense. you're a new dad. NCT you didn't class. get any of these Why? classes. No, I, I got I got none of these classes. No, I, mean, I, I, I thought I'm not the one giving birth. So no, but there was they went on because he was in lockdown. Is what I'm saying. Oh no, she wanted to go. I just wasn't but, but, uh, interested. Well, <laughs> but even now, even now the NHS is still not doing them. They're doing uh, antenatal classes online, like so teaching them on. And it's like man, but that's it's rubbish. A big You've got waste to be in a room. Money, I, I regret going to those NCT classes. Why? Just, just tell that's you loads a scam, of stuff, mate. No, they tell you loads no, of stuff. No, in the end of the day, what's going to happen? There's no water birthing. If you're going NHS and all that shit. Now we're getting a water birth in the NHS. What is no, a water not. birth? You're it's not, in the water. Not, you're not going to get a water about? birth in the NHS. I'm getting one. Unless you're in Chelsea or some shit. Yeah, we're in, uh, we're in, um, we're going to go to Paddington. Okay, but nah. That, on Did the, you want on, a water on, birth? On the day, what happens is whoever there, go and pull out that baby. <laughs> and, 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 uh, Man, did you get? Did you? <laughs> did you go to a farm? <laughs> <laughs> a janitor walked by and pulled out the baby. That's, that's, that's what happened. And all of this shit that they're teaching you about natural birth and all that shit—that shit don't happen, mate. It's not gonna happen, really? especially with the NHS so stretched and underfunded. All that shit went out the window. From the time we got there, as long as my message doesn't get stretched. Yeah, yeah. from the time we, well, there's somebody there to stitch her up. Um, oh, you get the daddy stitch, as it's yeah. called. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, little, the little extra one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, all that shit went out the window as soon as we got there, mate. Right. In Tunbridge Wells, it was different. But oh, yeah. The, the London one was chaos, mate. Right, right. Chaos. Where, where was that? Brixton. Um, that's racist. No, you used to live in Brixton. Oh, that's not yeah, racist. Yeah, I used to live in Brixton, but I can't remember where the London one was. But uh, Tunbridge Wells was nice and proper, but London was just chaos. Right. And there weren't enough um, at the people who do the epidural and shit. They had yeah. to call somebody from home. And then they, <laughs> and they, they turn up all pissed yeah, off yeah, that they've been yeah, like yeah, yeah. watching James Bond and it then was, they got to come in and do a fucking yeah, epidural. It was absolute madness and right. the epidural didn't go in the first time. Oh. And yeah, oh yeah, it was terrible. Well, so, we're we're gonna try and do it without any drugs and stuff like that. Without any drugs? Yeah, yeah, oh, that, that would change. Apart from, apart, from, apart from gash bombs. Yeah, give it a gash. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask about uh, state intimidation because I feel like, man, you were, it was like state intimidation to like, because you just had the wrong opinions. You made this joke. And the the problem I got with them prosecuting you over this joke is the joke was obviously a joke. Yeah. Because if you, uh, like the, the the joke's premise rests on the fact that there's nothing more awful, awful and horrible than Hitler. And there's nothing cuter or nicer or smilier than that pug. I've yeah. met it's that It's the dichotomy. Yeah. It's a still, di- and he still does it. It's a di- <laughs> <laughs> he does, he still does and it. And he does it, and I made I've, him I've, do I've, it as I've well. Also, it's really funny. I've, I've also taught the, the black one to like, lift his paw whenever I say black power. No one gives me shit for that one. No one gives me shit for that one, but the Nazi one I still get shit for. But yeah, it was like... Uh, 
the state that like they did come after me and i will admit like after my first arrest and everything like my lawyer was saying in barbados the dogs would have get charged <laughs> <laughs> uh, what you don't know Dankula, is that in barbados they just they like someone said they practice penalty kicks with cats right they just they're mean to their pets man oh. <laughs> horrible man Run, it's a running uh theme yeah didn't didn't you get that taken out of a show of a podcast what the, nah, he's accepted. He's accepted now. The Beijing is. But All right. sorry, I interrupted. No, it was just like after I first got arrested, like my lawyer was saying stuff like, "This is quite serious. There's a lot of interest in this," and he went, "I think you're going to get made an example of." Yeah. Did you pay? You had to pay for that lawyer then. I had to pay for that lawyer. So that is expense. That must have cost you shit. That was, well, that was for the actual trial. That was about twenty grand. Jesus. Wow. And did, so you, did got, you get for the first trial? For the first trial for the appeals after that, it was about one hundred and fifty. Grand. Of your all your right. own money because that was uh, hiring a full legal team. Well, it was uh, we done a crowdfund and we raised the money. Yeah, but so this was to go to the sheriff court of appeals twice. This was to do a nobly efficuum. Well, sorry, this was to go to the high court, then do nobly efficuum, then go to the high court again, then go to the supreme court, and then go to the European Court of Human Rights for a joke. Yeah, for yeah, a joke. That's yeah, madness. Yeah, and it ended up like we get shot down at every single stage and like all the legal team who were all like basically big big motherfuckers in like scottish law like they're well known like one of the women we had as well was essentially the scottish equivalent of oj's lawyer she's, <laughs> she's the woman that gets all the footballers off with rape <laughs> no, man, but basically even we had her and this is when we were sitting they were all sitting there going we have never seen anything like this they were like we've never seen so many doors get slammed in our face when like we're in the right yeah and everything and that's why like they all the lawyers were basically going this is weird yeah, like yeah. some some strange yeah happened here so that's why i was a wee bit yeah because you got a lot of support even from uh, people like david Badil. so you know left this guy also also a jew you know he, dial, he dialed it back a wee bit right right uh, he dialed it back after he found out about the ukip thing he kind of <laughs> went, went oh shit being a member of ukip or whatever is completely valid and legal and you know yeah. it's weird that you, you get punished more for like you know slight political opinions than for the actual crime you know what oh, I mean? the 80 percent of people out there that hate me have no idea what I actually believe. Yeah, they've no idea. Like I've had people challenging me for stuff like, "You want to ban the Quran in Britain?" I literally have never said anything even close to that. Where did that come from? And everyone, it's like, I people just invent shit that you believe and then get mad at you for it and then expect you to defend their bullshit that they made up. Like, <laughs> like, it's fucking like it's annoying as fuck, man. Yeah. And what the police actually came to your house and knocked on your door and then went, You're under arrest. Yeah, the problem is I would see you can see it in the picture, by the way. See if you see if you type in Count Dankula arrest. Yeah. The picture Count Dankula arrest, Sergey, please. Say it again. Can you Google Count Dankula arrest? There's a picture. Yeah. I mean <laughs> well, so they brought the, they brought camera crews as well. They brought the reporters with them. Oh, that's a fucking Well so, sorry sorry, sorry. They allegedly brought reporters with them now whenever the police communicate with the press in any aspect they have to make a record like there's a whole legal thing about what information they gave to the media uh now there was no reporters nothing like that in the street but according to some of my neighbors as the cops were pulling in there was cars behind them and that was all the press so the press arrived with the cops now either the press are psychic and knew the exact date and time of my arrest or 
the cops brought them, but no record exists of the cops communicating with the press. So yeah. And this that would technically th mean that the cops broke the law, but <laughs> but I'm not saying that. This yeah. isn't the house that I visited you at. This no, this was an old house. That, that old house got doxxed, right? Oh no, that's oh no. Go, go back to I mean, Google, Google Images. So hold on. Oh yeah, sorry. It's uh, Count Dankula arrest, and it's me getting led out the house in handcuffs. And what? And they knocked on your door. Like, what did they say? They knocked on my door, and I thought they were talking to me about the threats I was getting because I was getting shit tons of death threats and stuff like that. And I thought that's what they were. I, never, I didn't think I was getting arrested. So At, this, po at this point, you were just a small YouTuber. No subs. Like, no subs. Nah. And you made this one funny video. How did it kind of go from you having like a small... Like, how did that video get out? The co uh, th that, that was the thing. That was but how weird, did you right? make that viral? Because we should do that with... When we, well, <laughs> I swear to God, man, if I, if I knew the secret formula, I'd be way richer. <laughs> man, but all that happened was like, I made the video, I uploaded it to my YouTube channel that had eight subscribers who were all my mates that I knew <laughs> in real life, right? And I gave it a stupid name, like Mate M8. Like yeah. your dugs a Nazi and everything, yeah. and then and I don't know how, but someone found it. I think it's because it was funny, so people because it was genuinely like when I saw yeah. it, like man, I laughed my ass off. So I would have forwarded it to if I saw that, I would have forwarded it. Someone posted it on Reddit and it right. made it to the front page, of Reddit, <laughs> right? And that was why and I was, went, so I, it was just luck that it made it onto there. And when it was right, on yeah. Reddit, it was so they be, they were broadly supportive, or they were again they were like, oh, this is really funny, or they were like, this is uh, outraged, mixed, <laughs> mixed, mixed, yeah. But, but, but some people, like loads of people were saying, like some people were going like, I didn't like the joke, it was offensive, it was in bad taste, which is fine. Yeah. That's a, but then when people found out I got arrested, that's when they kicked off going, wait a minute, that's bullshit. And like the fairest opinion that, I'll, that I've ever heard is just, I hated the joke, I thought it was awful, I was deeply offended by it, but you being arrested was absolutely disgusting. Yeah. And I was like, that is such a fair opinion, like that's... Yeah. I have no problem with that it, opinion. It's, at all. it's very obviously defendable as a joke. It works as yeah. a joke. It's funny. It's obviously the, a the, joke. The premise uh, actually accentuates how evil the evil of Hitler compared to the because it, it works on the sort of contrast between the cuteness of the pug and the the evil of Hitler. So, yeah. um, man, I, for, I still love my arrest picture though because I'm three bongs deep. Sergi, <laughs> I'm getting dragged out. Sergi can't find it. You can't find it with gun handcuffs. No. Oh no, it's just me getting led out of the house and I look like I look like a worse bag of shit because you can tell I'm not a man that cares too much about my personal appearance. I know man, but that time I honestly I look like I get, I'm not getting dragged out through my house. I look like I'm getting dragged through under a bridge. And before and before before we uh, got who was in the house with you? Oh my wife who was upstairs like I don't know if there's a there's a whole meme about uh, Scottish girlfriends when uh, I I never is there. So what you know what's this? <laughs> I'm getting arrested by Tommy Lee. <laughs> man, but yeah. Uh, he was he was an arsehole. He was a he was. He looks like it. He's looked yeah. Like... He he was a dick about it. She was lovely. She was really nice. She you could kind of tell she didn't want to be there. There's always good cop, bad cop. Are you no? smiling yeah. there? I'm I'm laughing my fucking head off why? because I'm getting dragged at my house over a yeah. fucking meme. That <laughs> <laughs> man in handcuffs. And yeah. much, right, the thing is, I spent the night in jail, and everything. Then in the cell next to me, there was a, they dragged a guy in. He was screaming. He was kicking off, and he was going absolutely mental. And like he was screaming all night, and I'm sitting banging on the wall, going, "This is like three in the morning." And I'm going, "Shut the fuck up and try to fucking sleep." <laughs> and then the next day, when we're getting led out to the van, there was like the custodian who takes care of the prisoners, and he was lovely. He was really nice, and I was talking to him, going, "Who was that fucking fruit basket you put in the cell next to me last night, man?" And Napier went, "Oh, he murdered his pal." <laughs> and I was like, cool man, I'm making making friends already. So we all got we all got loaded onto the van, and I think it was dead weird, right? Coat, fucking coat bridge, right? As I'm getting led onto the van so that we can all get chained down and taken off to the courthouse, I see one of my pals. 
I was like, oh, fuck, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not going to say his name, right? But basically, he opened somebody up with a meat cleaver. Right. And all that. And he was sitting there going, oh, but I didn't know. I didn't know. He fucking done it. He done it. <laughs> like, I, I know he done it. He's one of those pals where you only get to see him for a couple of months at a time. Because <laughs> 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 then he's away straight back in. I think he, I think he gets six years for that. Oh, and so I, I know, man, he fucking done it. He was sitting there yeah, going, yeah. Oh, but I didn't know. I didn't know. And I'm like, yeah, you fucking did, man. I know. Yeah. I know for a fact you did. But yeah, man, yeah. that's that's sort of state intimidation, sending people because yeah. they they do that even when they know they're gonna lose. Like with Marion Miller, like yeah, with, yeah. Uh, so she was a gender critical feminist who posted a, a tweeted a picture of a um, suffragette ribbon, and uh, somebody said because it sort of looks like a noose, it doesn't. It just looks like a ribbon that's tied in a tied in a bow. That, that was. They shit. said, man, it was ridiculous. I so saw she, that. And the police went round, arrested her. And she's got like two young kids, like in front of her kids and stuff. So they're terrified. They're autistic as well. So you know they were they were terrified. They make good podcasts. And uh, I was speaking to a journalist who went along to the the court, and yeah. like you know she was flanked with these fucking. They got the biggest fucking heaviest police officers. From the whole of Scotland, just to sort of intimidate her, like stormtroopers, you know what I mean? And this this whole thing, like oh, with Marion Miller, she's like the charges obviously weren't going to stick, but like I mean, and it's amazing. It was like, to they, make them shite themselves. It's basically. to make them shite that's, themselves. This is what they, 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 the same with me with my jokes. The same with like Marion Miller. The same with like other people, like the police officer that was posting memes in a private chat with his friends that someone for the group grasped him in for. Yeah. That's the chilling effect. The chilling effect is a very real thing, but it's one that the cops and government want to. What infill. is the chilling? Effect. It basically is a case of it, it makes people too scared to do something yeah. or this subject, you know, Telford grooming gangs, trans, trans, the, all the trans madness stuff yeah. and everything like that. These are off limits. You do not question these. If you do, here's what will happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look yeah. what I'm to, you know, these like Marion Miller. And it, uh, it's, it's basically like taking people out into the town square and executing them for thievery. It's like what, a, what you try to do. You're trying like to make everyone terrified to steal. Like a soft yeah. version of uh, like the Gulag Archipelago when you know they do the arrests of anybody who's like a, a political distant or even like suspected of you know just it was fucking ridiculous. People get arrested over you know the most minor things or misunderstandings or just somebody doesn't like someone so they grass them up and then. The jackboot stormtroopers come round, kick kick them down, you know, throw turn the house upside down, so it affects the whole family, affects all everybody's watching, everybody knows that this can happen. So it's yeah, it's state intimidation. Yeah. It's mental. All right, but listen, before you go, one thing we have to touch on is that you were in a documentary on the BBC three right. about this. You were ostensibly the bad guy in the documentary, right? That's how, that's how, that's what they wanted you to see. And you were pitted opposite some left-wing luminary. Steve McLean. Steve, Steve, Steve McLean. McLean. Uh, Mr. McLean. Uh, and James Ross. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Fuck me. Have those, have those pricks made fucking 20 quid James. out of comedy in the whole fucking life? It was James Ross, the quantum oh, he's, guy. Yeah, what a right. twat. He refused to approach me and speak to me for that <laughs> thing, right? And the thing that blew my mind, and I made a response video to the, like, the documentary, and the thing I actually raged, is it takes a lot to make me genuinely angry, right? <laughs> but the documentary was about... The Nazi pug video, right? And it was about, like, should is it a joke? Should he be arrested? Blah, blah, blah. Let's start a conversation. He's in it going, he's a Nazi. He's all right. He's blah, blah, blah. He's this, he's that, and everything. And then the BBC go, have you seen the video? And he goes, no, I haven't seen it. <laughs> and I was like, are you fucking... You're in a documentary about the video. Right? Be asked questions about the video that you've not seen. And everything and that that is it. Listen, Leo and I have a uh, story about James (laughs) Ross, right? Right. So we run a show called Hate and Live in Edinburgh. Uh, Basically, it's four comedians, 
audience suggests topics for you to hate on, right? So, like, tell us why you hate Ambrosia Custard and you got to do a bit on it. He was begging and begging, please, can I do your show, please? Like, begging us to do it. And obviously, he took one look at him and thought, no, you're, you're obviously drizzling shit. Yeah. Eventually, we said, fuck it, you can do the show, right? The, the day he was meant to appear, we get a, I get a message, right? <laughs> and he's like, I can't do this show because I've heard that... I heard my fly, that my flyers were at your show, and it's uh, you you do rape jokes and all this sort of stuff. And listen, we we record everything, right? Absolutely, we record as that there were no rape jokes. Yeah? And then Leo checked the footage, and yeah, we did. It was actually me saying, "I hope you get raped on the way home." But, I think, <laughs> but it's a man and a woman. Yeah, so it's equal it was equal because yeah, they yeah. left it. They were leaving the clear anyway. But, but, <laughs> but anyway, like James Ross, he sort of got got in this uh, thing, like he messaged messages diaries, being like, "I'm not doing your show because it's you know you, it's offensive and you know you're." Doing, uh, you're promoting sexism and all this sort of stuff, and uh, then like that is just like I go fuck yourself, you fucking stupid cunt. <laughs> so, then, so then James Ross uh, adds me to the, to the chat. To he's like, I'm going to bring Leo in because he's he's more sensible. And I was just like, I, go fuck yourself, you stinky fucking circus skills, fucking baggy trousers, stinky fucking Victorian sideshow fucking cunt. You fucking go and fucking find a bar of soap, you fucking prick. <laughs> and, but here's the thing, for us after that. It was over, right? Yeah. This is how he's such a sly, manipulative cunt, right? right? So we never thought they'd be like, all right, we mugged him off. He's not doing a show. Done, right? We don't care anymore. Okay. Couple years later, a, co- a comedian says, oh, what's, what's happened with James Ross? And we were like, what? And then she was like, well, he, I, he applied for a gig that she was running. And at the bottom in his email signature, so for every gig he put, by the way, I will not gig with the following. Com- I will not work with the following comedians: Leo Curse and Darius Davies. Blah blah. It's like and- you won't work with us because you won't get booked in the same fucking gigs because you're shit. But it's not even <laughs> the point of that. It is shit. But it's the point that if you're a promoter and you read that, you're like, oh, what have Leo Curse and Darius Davies done? It's like yeah. so make- makes your name seem bad. Such a like a manipulative way to <laughs> do it. But I do like, that as yeah. well when I send emails. Really? You don't. <laughs> but you, you don't- guys know. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, and I put your names in red as well. <laughs> but uh, I got uh, I got another story about James Ross. Man, I wish I could find this email, but somebody forwarded, forwarded me an email. So people apply. He runs this shit night called Quantum Leopard. We fe- featured I've, on that the, the one documentary. That you get permission. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. people have stickers to say if you can talk to them. It's safe space and all that. And it's like it's pretty much only attended by white people. And the the, <laughs> the, the, the supposed you know far right night that he describes as far right. You know, Comedy, Comedy Unleashed. Unleashed. Yeah. It's like a totally diverse audience because, mm. like, you know, they, they just want to have a good time. They don't want to self-flagellate. But um, anyway, so he runs this shit night, Quantum Leopard. You get a f- you get paid a fiver to perform, which actually the way the comedy industry is going, that's not looking too bad. But you know, five pounds. So it's not like you know you're not even getting a fucking Tesco meal deal out of this fucking thing. And uh, he, like people email in saying like, can I perform at your night? And he he wrote this email back to a lassie, like a woman who wrote in. And he just fucking eviscerated her. A total power play. Like, you know, oh, how dare you? You're, you're clearly not ready for this. You know, criticizing. He watched her video and criticized it. Man, all you got to do is say, oh, you know, sorry, you know, you're not ready yet or whatever. Or just like, ignore yeah. the email. Or just ignore it. Instead of this big fucking hard-on power play. Yeah, he's a twat. So he's definitely a fucking twat. I asked he's... Steve McLean to write, to make a video for your roast tonight. Uh, I think it'd been so funny, right? Did he, he do it? Yeah, I don't Obviously, think, I don't think he, he just doesn't have the sense of humour to realise that's a really fucking funny way. So I messaged him, make the video be so funny. He goes, no, because I I'm, I got death threats from, from Dankula's fans. I went, yeah, but they're all insults. It doesn't mean shit, right? And he was like, no. No, no, no. My fans are based and get pussy all the time. <laughs> 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 no, 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 that's 
<laughs> they are now because they listen to the free speech podcast. He's, he's never forgiven me for digging up that old uh, Golden Balls footage of him. <laughs> oh, what's uh, that? What's that? Oh, because he screwed somebody. Do you over not know what he does? No, I, I, can't, I don't. I can't remember this. Right. Oh. He, he played. You know the Golden Balls. Like you're going to swap it. Was it split or steal? Like that uh, fucking golden yeah, balls game. That. Even I he, know that. So if, if he you bought stole split. like eighty grand from like a single mother. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. So <laughs> basically, if you if you split, yeah. then you just split the money. But you both got to agree to split. If one person agrees to split and the other person what steals, and he's then such they a get all the money. Wannabe he cunt. stole, but he's sitting there going, "I will share the money with you." Yes, I promise. <laughs> like being pure nice. And the thing is, she opens it and you see her just put her head in her hands. He pure goes. Like see that I'll, I'll admit like him sitting there in my face going you're a Nazi while I'm just laughing at him I, yeah. made, I made him storm out he was so yeah, fucking angry <laughs> and, oh, man, he, he refused to shake my hand and I tried to be nice you came and across that. I'm not shaking your fucking hand oh no the entity pops out well I was saying stuff to him well he was he was getting really really fucking wound up and the BBC <laughs> went there was parts we had to remove because you look like too much of a dick and I was because he, he was sitting there and I I think what annoyed him is because I, I got big quickly and he was and he's been at it for a long time because he was sitting there going you're not a comedian and I went well I do comedy shows or really where was your first show and I went Conway Hall sold out as well and he was sitting like <laughs> like furious and he went I've never made any videos uh, like of like me making my dogs do racist things and I went well maybe you should <laughs> people might actually know who you are <laughs> oh, man. and that was and I, I realised that that was a button for him right so yeah. I, started, I've... I started pressing it but he, yeah he ended up storming out <laughs> and he really wound up about it well he, he, I can I can tell you he's not made the video for tonight that's a shame he should it would have like, been funny if we had a nice yeah. ending to it he, could, he should have sat there just calling me a Nazi white supremacist yeah. blah 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 well, so he's the, well he's the one that's got a skinhead but yeah. yeah it's so boring as well to hear that listen I think we've done about yeah, we've, we've got to go do your roast cool. Um, yeah. Before we go, uh, listen, the Patreon is up. The Patreon is live. Please subscribe to the Patreon. We need your money. We still don't cover all the fees it takes us to make this podcast. Sergey is actually getting paid and not just in a gash bomb. He's getting actual cash money. Yeah, um, gash so, money. Yeah, gash money. So sign up to the Patreon, like and subscribe. Leave us a, a review on YouTube, pod, uh, on Spotify, Apple, where, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, finally, Dankula, where can... If, our listeners don't know where can they find you and stuff. Uh, Count Dankula on YouTube. I never shout out my Twitter because I'm a fucking asshole on Twitter. Like, I always have to apologise <laughs> for my behaviour. My wife, my wife pulls me up for it. But uh, Count, Count Dankula on YouTube. Count Dankula. And it's me, yeah. quite, your videos are like, they're in, genuinely interesting. Yeah. Kind of, they're not, I hope so. No, but well, I mean, I'm just saying in case anyone's like, oh, I bet he makes like racist videos. Like they're interesting, like mini documentaries. Yeah, but it's yeah. interesting racism. It's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's not like this ham-fisted racism that we do. No, no. I'm a professional. You're yeah. a prof he's got, he's got, you've got an editing team. Yeah, I do. Yeah, they, they're slick, unlike this operation. But there you go. They're such dumb. <laughs> Anything to say, guys? No. Nico's no. tripping balls. Um, <laughs> Want to say anything, Leo? Uh, no, follow, follow my Twitter or YouTube or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, like and subscribe. Do up to the Patreon. Uh, Sergey, you want to say adios? Thank you for, for helping us today and stepping in. Ah, uh, yeah. Adios. Muchas gracias. Muchas gracias. All right. Thank you so much. 